Today on the program, look at the size of that whammer. It's Hellboy. Welcome to the Rewatch Party. I'm your host, Nick. Joining me today is the big right hand to my keyhole, Anthony. <laughs> I had a feeling when I was watching, like, this is going to have something to do with that insertion. Right yes. There. <laughs> he just fisted that hole, he dude. Fisted it. Fist- <laughs> Benny Hill's like, excellent. Yeah. <laughs> this is my favorite movie if I was alive. Also in studio with us, all of Manny. Hey, guys. I'm healthy. He's healthy he's in one piece there's no casts there's no donuts what's the no never mind <laughs> uh, maybe i spoke too soon yeah um, <laughs> just he may be here but he's a bit distracted yeah i was oh no there's a, i saw a meme earlier saying something about there's like a three phrase and it ends with freshly masturbated so caffeinated freshly masturbated <laughs> boss bitch something like that <laughs> Oh, good. I'm glad we haven't shaken shake no. hands. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just really glad that you brought that up. Yeah. Yeah, I touched your foods. <laughs> I mean, we've all done it already, but as, you know, none of us are talking about it until now. Yeah. Oh, well, who said I didn't? I'm well, sure. we were waiting for you a while. It got boring. Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> just decided to have a race. Okay. So you could pop first. We call it we call it the Manny's Coffee Race. Manny's Coffee Race. <laughs> all right. Really, all that matters is that we both go before you get here. <clears throat> I'm assuming you did since I got here and you were fully closed. It's hard to focus when you start ringing on the doorbell. Yeah, <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, today we are talking about Hellboy from 2004, written and directed by Guillermo del Toro from. Pan's Labyrinth, Shape of Water, Pacific. I don't know if we really need to go over. I think everybody's familiar with old GDT, right? Even if they I don't, don't know so. him. Even if you don't, even if you are, mm. like when you you're like, oh, this guy must be the same guy that made this other movie because his movies all kind of have like a very look. unique look. Yeah. yeah. Um, I haven't seen. He did one just recently. It's kind of a. I don't know if it was a horror per se, but Nightmare I know he has. Yeah, was that it? Yeah. Oh yeah, that I haven't one seen is, that. Uh, it's is, a good one. Is it good? It's, uh, it, it, it yeah, you can. The visuals are still you very much Del Toro, but. Uh, yeah, it's it's good, but it's not one you're walking away feeling like it's not <laughs> uplifting. Yeah, no, no, no. All right, and then he has that Pinocchio I haven't seen, but I hear that's probably yeah, it's on Disney Plus. Creepy. I haven't watched it yet. So anyway, a lot of a lot of GDT. So uh, I've never read these comics. In fact, I didn't even know they were comics for for a very long time. So anybody here ever read any Hellboy? But I mean, I was big into comic books, but no. I never did read Hellboy. So I. I just, I don't read. Outside of my wheelhouse. I can't read. Yeah, I, I've heard you speak. That's pretty obvious. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, good. So none of us have any frame of reference for these. Perfect. That That's, sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> professional. So we get an opening scroll. Well, it's not a scroll per se, but just words. An opening blurb, I guess. Uh, in the coldest reaches of space, monstrous entities Agdru Jahad, the seven gods of chaos, slumber 
in their crystal prison, waiting to reclaim Earth and burn the heavens. This is from Desver, Des, Devermes. Oh, yeah, it's Old Testament. Devermes Mysteries, page 87. It's Old Testament. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The book of Devermes. Yep. He was a uh, very important... Uh, Devermey important. Yeah. Devermey important. <laughs> That's going to be one of them episodes. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, page 87. We don't get, like... Passage scripture. No, just no. page eighty-seven. Well, that, that's all that's written on page eighty-seven. That's okay. That's it. Yeah. It's very, <laughs> and it's in red. So we get a voiceover, and it's like all about what makes a man. What makes a man is it his origins? And I vote yeah, then a pair of testicles. Lebowski. Yeah. Well, for me, it all began in nineteen forty-four. Secret mission off the coast of Scotland. Yeah, combining science and black magic, they intended to upset the balance of war. I was 28, paranormal advisor to President Roosevelt. Never suspected what would happen that night. Not only changed all of history, but my life as well. I would assume if it changed all of history, it would also change an individual's life. History is kind of bigger. Movies, I've noticed this a lot, and I don't know why I never noticed it before, but like, I think you start smaller scale and work up to larger scale when you're doing things like this, right? As opposed to all of history. Oh, in my life. Should be like, not only changed my life, but all of history as well. Like you end with the bigger, <laughs> yeah, no. the bigger thing. <laughs> yeah, probably. That would be changed all of history and also ruined by Tuesday. Yeah. Because <laughs> the other one was in one of the Guardians movies when Nebula was like, he fucked up my brain. Oh, and my arm and leg. I was like, no, go the other. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess really literally every small thing changes history, right? Well, so, yeah. Back, butterfly back, effect back, and the moose and sneezing and something and something. Yeah, I mean, but anything is any. I guess it is the smallest and the largest. If we're gonna yeah. Real yeah. I just feel like you, 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 you're supposed to build those things. So the last part of your statement is like the. The, the big hammer, the shock, the yeah. whatever. But, oh, yeah. Well, it's but, like when somebody does something like, or I stub my toe or something like something I always say is, oh, ruin my day and possibly my life. Because like, <laughs> you never know. See? <laughs> and then it's funny if you go in the right order. But, ah, oh, ruin my entire life and my day as well. Well, yeah, if it's your entire life, then obviously the day's ruined also. Yeah. Like, that just makes it redundant. Changed the path of history and also fucked up my sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a sandwich. Yeah, anyway. So I've been noticing that a lot, and I don't know if it's always been that way, and I've just been wrong this whole time. I I don't know. This Nobody else a, notices it? I didn't notice it. Mm. No. Well. I didn't think about it, I guess, but no, you're right. Now, <laughs> now, I'm that we're, to it. now that we're fucking ranting on it, it seems... Yeah. Now that you've ruined my day, <laughs> possibly my life. <laughs> you're welcome for the invitation to the podcast. <laughs> October 9th, 1944, Scotland soldiers gather near another Jesus statue. Is it the same Jesus statue from Hateful Eight? No, because they weren't in Scotland. Because it'll be the same one. They're just moving it around? Yeah. <laughs> he's known to He's known to have traveled, you know? Yeah. It's a hell of a walk. Yeah. Well, it's across the water. From no Wyatt. problem for no him. Problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get two, 12 new disciples when I get there, because they all drowned. <laughs> <laughs> that was a hell of a walk, wasn't it, bros? Bros? <laughs> Son of a bitch! No, there was that one dude that did, that did, he was like, got off the boat, and then he started sinking, and Jesus was like, ah, oh, you bitch, why are you doubting? And then he come back up, I think. I don't know. Somebody else was able to walk on water? I think so. Yeah, I know Jared Leto had a song about it. Yeah, but Jared Leto he can't walk on Jesus. water. 
He thinks huh. he can. I know Deep Purple smoked on the water. That's right. So I'm assuming yeah. that's where they took their breaks. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So this guy's trying to give them all rosaries. You know, the, the, our, our uh, narrator. And uh, one of the guys laughs. I was like, yeah, not that. You're going to need one of these. Hands him a gun. He's a, he's a pacifist, conscientious objector, if you will. He abhors violence. Abhors. Abhors. What a word. Yes. Abhors. Abhors. It's one I don't use nearly enough. Right? You know, like I should say that. So I'd be like, no, thank you. I, I don't like bees. Or no, I, you know, no, thank you. I don't like hanging out with Manny. I should say, I abhor hanging out with Manny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I've noticed the, the pillow wall built between you two. Yeah, that was, you put that up there. Is that to keep sex up? From yeah. <laughs> this is, no, this is well, to, make to make it more comfortable. Yeah, more yeah. comfy. Cool. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, yeah you got to elevate the hips. See, <laughs> right, right. Oh yeah, it, you really hit the spot. It really it, it it makes the right position to hit the right angle. Yes. That's right. Yeah, I'm glad you guys figured that out. All right, so they're at the remains of Trondam Abbey, uh, which is built on the intersection of ley lines, and ley lines are apparently boundaries between our world and others. So it's not like you know, time zone lines or la- latitude or anything. It's just just dimensional lines, and somehow they've built this. Abbey on these lines somehow. It makes me think of was it Da Vinci Code where it was the rose line that that church was on, and the guy had to break through the floor to get to something and some other oh, sort yeah, of clues yeah. and religious imagery. It kind of reminds me a lot, also of like man in a great book and a good a good series is a, that that uh, uh, American Gods because it talks about like all these weak places between the worlds and stuff all the time. Ah. But yeah, it's it's well, so does really uh, Dark Tower. Oh yeah, so, but it's those are what together. they're called the thinnies or whatever, where it's like the the lines between dimensions. I don't think that they're like specific lines, like they're saying here. It's just areas where like it's getting thin because the because the, the beams are weakening. falling. Right, the yeah. beams are falling. Yeah, you know the path of the turtle. <clears throat> We're not nerds, so anyway, <laughs> of course, Sergeant doesn't buy into it. He thinks it's interdimensional evil and all this is a bunch of bullshit. Um, and then, of course, they walk up and they kind of peek over the hill, very Indiana Jones style. And he's like, oh, my God. Because <laughs> there's Nazis or Nazi flags that have dragons behind. It's not just a swastika, which is yeah. pretty bad. Right. But swastika with a dragon? Holy yeah, Don't fuck. fuck with them swastikas. That's, yeah. that's extra Nazi. Nazi dragons. Nazi bro. dragons. <laughs> God damn. Not mess with Illinois Nazi dragons. Nazis. <laughs> God damn I Illinois hate Nazis. Illinois Nazis. <laughs> and they're dragons. <laughs> In Scotland, the national animal is a unicorn, right? So shouldn't they have unicorn? Is, is that right? Yeah. What? The actual national animal of Scotland is a unicorn. Yeah. And Google, fact check me, bro. Yeah. Their national flower is a thistle. Why? Um, the thistle comes from like a story or something where like, I get some them invaders or whatever way back in the day were like trying to trying to attack this camp and they're trying to be real quiet so they didn't weren't wearing shoes but all the thistles in the field were freaking poking their feet so that they're, they're like oh uh-uh, god damn it oh you know and they're like oh shit guys are coming to try to attack us let's go ahead and kill them ah uh, okay that's the long and the short of some story that with no details at all <laughs> well yeah unicorn, unicorn national animal of Scotland there it is it says. Our love for this famous mythological creature dates back many centuries. That's it. That's, that's it. all the expression you need. Well, well, but if you say it in a Scottish accent, it sounds way cooler. <laughs> yeah. When they ask, they're like, <laughs> Yeah, you don't want <laughs> me to do that. National animal? <laughs> <laughs> it's a 
it's a horny horse. <laughs> like a unicorn? Yeah, yeah, like a unicorn. <laughs> you know what? We'll go with that. Yeah, what's a, yeah, what's a unicorn? You better write that one down. <laughs> so, um, of course, it's raining like crazy because it's a dark, scary scene. So it's got to be like torrential downpour. Um, one guy's full Nazi getup, like he's he is Nazied out. He's even got a mask, like face covering. Um, this is Carl, Hitler's top assassin. Carl, uh, fucking Carl, yeah. with a K, of course. With yeah, all because he's, no, right? he's German. Yeah, yeah, never trust a Carl with a K. Right? No. No. I've known plenty of cool Carls, but cool C. That's how that works. Every time I hear Carl, now, cool it's just like go to uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Carl the Neighbor. Oh, I love Carl the Neighbor. <laughs> Still one of my favorite bits is when he's uh, the one woman, like the super white trashy lady that's always smoking. And he, she's on his couch and he has one leg up on the arm of the couch and he's like air guitaring. Willy wah. Willy, 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 willy wah. He's like, <laughs> oh baby, that's so rock and roll. <laughs> And he's like, they call it, I want to I want to rock your body. And then in parentheses, it says, to, to the, the break, break of dawn. dawn. <laughs> <laughs> it's like poetry. It's just, <laughs> and you can just find that clip. That's probably the, the funniest thing Aqua Teen Hunger Force ever did. Anyway, that Carl rules. This Carl, not so much. Our narrator guy says, fuck, if he's here, this is way worse than I thought. Shit's going down. Yeah. You got Carl? You said in the wolf? God damn. <laughs> So now the Nazis fire up this giant machine during which this man and woman are saying their goodbyes. We don't know who these these two are, but no matter what happens tonight, this book will lead you back to me. So he gives her this magic book, gives her everlasting life and the power to serve him. Great. So not only do I have to live forever, but I have to serve you forever. Thanks, honey. That's really fucking sweet. (laughs) I mean, at least he's a pretty cool boss. (laughs) (laughs) yeah so we do find um he puts on this cyberpunk glove that starts shooting electrical bolts at this machine it's a really weird glove contraption there's a lot of standing water it's raining it seems like a real bad time and place to put your electro lightning glove on yeah fucking around with cables all over the place i mean you you definitely need a well insulated wet location rated fucking yeah they're not wearing proper pathway PPE. and yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah that, just straight PPE. loose energy shooting through the air not a not a good idea no but you know it's the 1940s and they're nazis dude yeah i, I was know. gonna say they're nazis but fucking yeah. nazis they know what they're doing <sighs> so it turns out uh cyberpunk glove is rasputin and the woman is ilsa uh he has promised hitler a miracle and by god he's gonna deliver one He's going to open this portal. Oh. He's going to bring about the evil ones and a new Eden will rise. I'm like, I don't I don't think that interdimensional evil beings bring Eden as I understand what Eden is, but I guess if you're a mass murdering immortal Nazi fuckhead, then maybe pure evil is your Eden. I don't know. Yeah, you know, everybody's we don't kink shame here. No. <laughs> everybody's into their own shit. I think I think that that goes beyond kink shaming, but <laughs> But yeah, also ruining it for everybody. Just because you're into it doesn't mean we're into it, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Do your own thing. You can't ruin the entire world and my day. Yeah. <laughs> Dick. Also, yeah. Oh, man, I just got this sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So he takes a cyberpunk glove, shoots bolts at this magic machine. A portal opens. A light. Like what they have these uh, like stage lights, you know, obviously because it's dark and rainy. And you got to see what you're doing. So plug in lighting also. Like floodlights. Yeah. Yeah. So stuff starts getting like sucked through, and one of the 
floodlights goes through and it's like floating through space and bumps up to this giant thing. We see an eyeball open. We're like, oh, that must be the crystal prison and the Agra Jihad we heard about at the beginning. Must must be it. They're awake now. <laughs> wakey, wakey. Wakey, wakey. Wakey, wakey. <laughs> now the Americans get spotted because one guy had to take a photo like an idiot. Um, so now... Um, Was he American? Yeah. Yeah. We like photos, dude. <laughs> um, I have so comma blows it up. I think that comma was supposed to be someone's own. So the, the, the whole thing explodes. The machine explodes. Yeah, everything goes wrong. Um, a shard of metal goes through Carl, pinning him up against like a also, pillar. Yeah, do we talk about how like with the with the with the grenades, and then Carl's like reaching for the grenades, doing like the world's weakest reach for the grenades? Oh no, we have not. Because like yeah, after, before what causes Carl to get skewered is they throw the thing of a string of grenades into the into In the, the portal portal deal, oh, yeah. and then Carl's like, oh, I can't. Hardly like he doesn't look like dude's trying. He's like, shit, man, this is this is all going downhill fast. Yeah. <laughs> and then it gets exploded. And I'm totally trying to stop it. Can you see? I'm totally oh no, I couldn't reach it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this piece of shrapnel goes through him oh, and that's like, right. it goes through him. Pins him to this rock column. Uh it goes through the rock column too. Yeah. Very strong piece of metal. The, I mean it was it had some velocity behind it. It was yeah. moving. Um Rasputin gets sucked through the portal as it closes. And it like breaks him in half backwards, because it like he flies up to it, and it's like his belly button. His abdominal area gets to the hole of the portal, but as since it's closing, his whole body won't fit through. So it like sucks him through belly first and folds him backwards, and just snaps him in half. It's pretty gruesome. You don't. You wasn't like confused. Rasputin. Like no, like also like when he started, like his face started melting. Like it's, yeah, like, it was like weird stuff coming off of his face. Yeah. Like, like it's like, God damn it! This is just like the other guys reported with the with the whole uh, Ark of the Covenant thing. Yeah, <laughs> Nazis are melting all over. Yeah, well, <laughs> and they're still around somehow. <laughs> Crazy. Um, so now it seems like the Americans have won. They're like, oh, okay, well that was cool. That was that was pretty easy. Um, and our our main guy, our narrator, is like, well, we better eh, let's do a search. Something could have come. It was open for a while. Let's, yeah, let's check. Let's not celebrate yet. And then they turn around and see that Carl is gone. He's no longer pinned to the stone pillar. Like, well, that's probably not good. <laughs> I'm sure that'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Out of sight, out of mind. Frankly, that's <laughs> now we get a history of Rasputin. You know all the shit that happened to him: stabbed, poisoned drowned dropped off a bridge thrown into the air i don't know what all they tried to do to Rasputin. slapped him in the face a few times you know yeah i think when they actually like they just shot him dead or <laughs> like there's all this story about everything and all these things but they're like because they had built him up to be so evil that when they actually just assassinated like oh yeah he was evil because we did all these things you know yeah. so it's a good thing we did that it's a good thing we yeah killed, we killed him that dude was really bad <laughs> yeah Trust us. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And I was like, yes, that was that same Rasputin you've been hearing about forever. It's the same one here tonight. And it turns out something did come through. It was red. Bright red with it. With a huge right hand. That's so we get our opening line. <laughs> Look at the size of that whammer. I was like, what? <laughs> Dude, that's his, that's his tail. Yeah. <laughs> Just if I had a nickel for every time I heard that. <laughs> because he's got a huge right hand. On account of the masturbating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of heavy My grip lifting. strength is out of control. 
Oh, you like the tight, huh? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you got to choke the chicken. It's called that for a reason. You got to pet the chicken. <laughs> We're not plucking the feathers out of the chicken. What I like to run the chicken to bath, light some candles. <laughs> <laughs> Show it a good time beforehand, you know? Yeah. Take it out dancing. Uh, so anyway, our narrator, who we still don't have a name for or anything, gives it a baby Ruth. And it's like, oh, all right. That seems pretty cool. It's a shame it wasn't a crunch, though. Should have been a crunch. Should should I, if crunch. Robert Loja was in the movie, it would have been a crunch. But instead, we got a baby Ruth. Decides to keep the, the little guy. Names him Hellboy for obvious reasons. You know, you, I think I, the men on the on the platoon named him Hellboy. I think, yeah, because they said something like, "In hindsight, probably wasn't the best name. <laughs> Maybe shouldn't have gone with it." Um, so now we got a, like an opening bit of like newspapers spinning and flying up to the screen and, and like random sightings, uh, sort of like National Enquirer had the, all that stuff about Batboy being seen all over the place. Very much like uh, a tabloid secret government creatures sort of thing. Um, now we get to the Burga Pass in Moldovia. Moldavia. It's not a it's not a no there. It's a name. Sorry. Moldavia. Davia. Moldavia. I don't know how you say it. Anyway, there's someplace cold. Yes. Present day. Uh, these men are being led along, and the guide's like, okay, what you seek is in there. In this giant cave with all this weird writing on the walls. Obviously a sacred place. And uh, the guide's like, okay, so can I, can, I, can I just get the gold you promised me and get out of here, please? I, don't, I really don't. I really don't want to be here. <laughs> this place gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, Nazi gold, that's kind of fucked up, but yeah. all right, gold. It spins <clears throat> I mean, gold, same, gold, I so, gold is gold. It melts the same. Yeah. And uh, so they toss a piece onto the floor, and he goes to grab it, and they stab him. Fucking Nazi shitheads. That's classic move, man. Oh, yeah, right? I mean, at least they fulfilled the contract first. They didn't. They didn't. They, they, <laughs> they paid him. They yeah, they paid him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so stabbing his blood Keep leaks. change, you filthy animal. <laughs> Uh, the blood runs down through this weird design on the floor, very much like the ending of Blade. And um, oh yeah, so the people that were being guided are Ilsa and Carl. God damn it! How's that guy back? In present days, back. well, we know Ilsa's immortal because of the the book that Rasputin gave her. It's like you will live forever and, and also serve, serve me. me. Great. Eternal slavitude. Perfect. Awesome. Thanks. Slavitude. He's like, I, like, there's got to be a moment when they're like, okay, so I guess we got to go to Moldavia or Moldovia or wherever it's at and kill a dude or whatever. And, and then it'll bring him back. Or what if we don't? Yeah. No, you know, that's we got not... a pretty good gig here, Carl. We're just, I mean, we got a chain of chicken restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> Run by this man named Gus. <laughs> Breaking Bad, right? Oh, Breaking Bad. <laughs> so they raise what appears to be a human made out of tomato paste out of the center of this thing on the floor. Uh, and it's Rasputin, just, just covered in... Blood, I guess, yeah. Yeah, tomato. I guess it's supposed it's really to be blood, but it's... Looking. It's almost yeah. waxy. Creepy. Yeah, very, very uh, early CGI book. But, so... Coincid- I have that it's tomato paste. Like coincidentally, I was watching this on National Pepperoni Pizza Day, and uh, this dude's making me hungry for a slice. And when it comes to pepperoni pizza, you can't beat home, home slice. slice pizza. That's right. Please sponsor our show. <laughs> Best pizza in all of Austin. Best pizza in Texas and the surrounding area. <laughs> 
It was it was it was ranked. They've they've done polls. Best pizza in Texas. There you go. Right down there on South Congress. Go get you a slice. I'm, I'm oh. going there now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our narrator turns out to be Professor Broom. What a name, Professor Broom. Grows up into John Hurt. Listeners will remember him from Alien. He's the original chest burst victim. First guy to have the alien <sighs> recreated the role in Spaceballs. Same guy. Oh. Um, so he's he's getting a checkup. And the doctors are talking. I'm like, should we should we tell him? No, I don't want to tell him. I think we have to. I think we got to tell him. It says he has a son. Okay, okay. Does that mean you don't give patients bad news because they have kids or what? I don't understand these doctors. Yeah, <laughs> you told him. No, I haven't told him. You. We probably should tell him. I'm tired of telling people bad news. Me too. Should we just stop doing that? Yeah, fuck it. Let's just stop yeah, doing let's that. Stop. Let's tell him you are gonna. Have a very fulfilling life for the rest of your day. <laughs> I got good news for you. I got good news. Got good news and bad news. As yeah. long as you don't stub your toe. Listen, yeah. you're gonna live a while, and by a while, I mean uh, probably a month. <laughs> well, you know that pain you've been in, uh, or you came in to have checked out. Well, it's not gonna bother you for very long. <laughs> I got good news <laughs> about your student loans. You're not gonna have to worry about them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doctors would be way more popular. <laughs> All right, so now uh, we cut to Tom Manning, father of Eli and Peyton Manning. Yeah, I was actually going to say that. No. Oh yeah? yeah, Tom Manning from the FBI. Very, he's on a a, a very Larry King type TV show. Uh, denying sightings of the supposed government creature and uh, the the uh, the Bureau of what are you saying now? The Bureau of Paranormal Research and Defense. Yeah, that doesn't exist. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm sick and tired. I always had to come on TV and say there's no devil creature. There's no Bureau of whatever, whatever's. Uh, I don't know how many, how I can make this more clear. You know, they're the, the tabloids. This is BS. Of course, this is played by Arrested Development's Jeffrey Tambor. I think Jeffrey Tambor has been acting for like 50 plus years and has probably hundreds of credits and he will always be George Bluth from Arrested Development and that's it. Yeah. <clears throat> so, 60, and 60 years old in this movie. George and really? Oscar. Yeah. 60 what? He's 60 years old. Damn, he's movie. old. Yeah, he looks pretty good. Yeah. I mean, this was 2004. He's still doing stuff and he looks the same. God, dude's freaking... Yeah, <laughs> that's 20 years, years ago. Almost 80 years old now. 78 yeah. years old. Good for you, Jeffrey Tambor. Although I hear he's problematic, right? Didn't he do some bad shit? I don't know. I don't have. Really I wouldn't be surprised. You know. He's I mean, from, the dude's eighty-four. He's yeah, he's from the, the old Nazi. The old days. Of, <laughs> yeah, well, he's from the old days of Hollywood. So yeah, definitely. <clears throat> uh, John Myers shows up. This guy, John Myers, has to do like the eye scan, security, all this. Gets into this big open area, like the uh, entrance of a building foyer, I guess. And there's yes, one- like from him cutting cutting to that. It just doesn't exist. I'm sick of doing this. It cuts to. The Bureau of Supernatural, Supernatural Defense. Defense. <laughs> yeah, exactly what he's talking Paranormal about. Research and, and uh, John Myers comes in, and there's a guy behind the desk. You know, he's like, uh, I'm supposed to go to, yeah, Area, of, or Section 51, not Area 51. Section 51, yeah, I know. Stand still, please. And the floor suddenly drops so watch down. Watch your hands and elbows. Yeah. He's like, watch, yeah. what? So watch your hands and elbows. And then the floor drops down. Right, yeah. Uh, so it's, it wasn't fast, though. It was like a no. real slow like elevator thing moving down. Yeah, just the the like the like symbol. It looks like just the big symbol in the middle of the floor is actually the, the secret lift that goes down. Yeah. 
Um, but you think like if a guy walks in and he's like kind of standing off the side or walks right up to the desk or whatever, he's like, please back up. Yeah, left a little. Uh, or, right. Nope. Okay, hold still. <laughs> Which I think that's, is a Simpsons gag. Simpsons gag, yeah. yeah. Burns, Burns selling them like oh, that's right. No, yeah. Little to the right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he goes under the secret lair. Super cozy, fancy. It looks like you know, super rich guys study where yeah, they never actually books. study. They just sit there Smells and smoke cigars, cigars and drink yeah, bourbon, hawking scotch. Yeah. Please, scotch. Yeah. They're uncultured swine. Yeah. What are oh? What are we? Kentucky, Tennessee rednecks? No. No. We're Highlanders. Highlanders. <laughs> yeah. Flatlanders. I thought Nazis, dude. I'm drinking scotch <laughs> out of my unicorn glass. It's a unicorn. Chewing on thistle. Anyway, so <laughs> we meet Abe Sapien. Physically, Abe Sapien's played by Doug Jones. And if you don't know who Doug Jones is, you he's the tall, lanky guy that's dressed up as a monster. And pretty much any time there's a tall, lanky, scary monster, it's Doug Jones. <laughs> Doug Jones. I know he was the weird guy with the eyeballs in his hands in Pain's Labyrinth. Um, oh, anybody that was a that, creepy creature. Yeah, but anything that's built like Abe Sapien here is is going to be Doug Jones. And you won't recognize his face because he's never out of like 20 pounds of synthetic. The and water makeup guy and in the shape of water. Yeah, he, was, of he water. was the guy in shape of water, yeah. Do you know who he yeah. looks like? Uh, he looks a bit like Rick Roll, I think. Oh, a little bit. Yeah, I was gonna say he looks like uh, the monk from Doctor monk? Strange. No, that was Tony Shalhoub. No, from Doctor Strange, the one, the bald lady, B.D. Wong. Is that her name? No, she was a white lady. <laughs> oh, she's <laughs> about the. Oh, uh, the one who knocked Bruce Banner out of the Hulk in one of those Avengers movies. I can't. Oh, yeah. Tilda Swinton. That's yes. it, Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Doug Jones looks like Tilda Swinton. You heard it here, folks. Um, I'm a, not going to necessarily agree with that. I'm not endorsing that approach, but okay. I can <laughs> see his, what you're talking shave, about. Yeah, I, think looks, I think he looks more like the Rick Roll guy. I don't know. He looks like a, he looks like a guy that could be from Europe that's going to sing you a sad song in a high voice. Like yeah, a high I agree. Voice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then dress up like some kind of water monster. And then, yeah. He also looks like the the hybrid alien at the end of Aliens, I think, too. And like she, he makes it <laughs> the on the second one. It was just the queen. We just lost our only listener in Hollywood. I hope you're happy, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like, uh, uh, when which one was it then? He like gets on the on the ship that that uh, that Ripley's escaping on, and then she's like, because it's like that's her child, and like she cuts her hand with with his teeth, and then throws it at the side of the window and grabs onto some harnesses, and then of course the vacuum of space sucks everything out, and it sucks him. The alien out from that little hole as well. I don't know what alien movie yeah, that I don't is, know. But that's aliens about, for sure. Okay, and well, it's not one of the first two because we have episodes on those. Right, and then it might must happen. be aliens. That's the second one, and stuff like that. It could be three. Could be resurrection. I don't know. Oh, might be resurrection. Um. Anyway, Jesus Christ. Oh yeah. So it's played by Doug Jones, but the voice is done by David Hyde Pierce, which I thought was funny because this place does look like. Something Niles, his character Niles from the Frasier TV show, would definitely hang out in this place. Like, this is probably what Niles' apartment looked like. Perhaps, it's, yeah. This Abe's, yeah. <clears throat> so now he has a unique frontal lobe, so he knows things about everyone. He's almost uh, telepathic. He's got to point his weird hand palms yeah. at people. And and so he asked, asked John Myers to turn the page. He reads four books at a time and he eats rotten eggs, so that's fucking disgusting. 
Um, Sounds like a, like a muscle head. Just eating rotten. Yeah, minus, like, the, minus the book reading, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, just like Rocky, <laughs> except, you know, books. <laughs> um, so John Hurt, you know, Professor Broom. God, it's just a stupid name. But is walking him along this hallway. Here's a quick rundown, all right? 1937, Hitler gets into the occult. 1938, he acquires the Spear of Longinus, which... Yes, I discovered it around uh, probably twelve or thirteen. I guess <laughs> the spear, of long <laughs> spear. This spear. is gonna. This is the. Except I called it the long spear of Ginus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this one pierced the side of Christ. This is that spear. After he died on the cross, when they stabbed him to make sure he was dead, this is that spear. Oh yeah, um, and that made Hitler invincible. You know, because it's a movie, so something something Christian artifact means power somehow, right? Um, All the other religions are like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, we have things, too. They tell too. me the trucker hat of Torah isn't giving me the freaking power of invincibility right now. <laughs> By the power of love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, loves. Anyway, so uh, 1943, FDR fights back. The Bureau of Paranormal Research and Defense is born. In 1958, the occult wars come to an end with the death of Hitler. You mean 1945? That's when Hitler died. Oh. Right. Did he? Anyway, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As we all know, Hitler did not die in 1945. That body was studied, or they did DNA on it, and it was was not a match. Hitler escaped to Argentina with the rest of the Nazis and probably died of old age at a resort somewhere. There's a lot of white people. So (laughs) now. Um, that's just a bit of factoids from my old emergency exit days when we talked about conspiracy theories. So now Broom, uh, takes John and's like, all right, this is Agent Clay. He's going to do the introduction. I got to go do some shit. Oh, also you're going to need these and gives him a couple of baby Ruths. And so then he's walking, he's like, what the fuck is this all about? And Clay's like, yeah, they're not really talking because Broom had him grounded. Who, what the fuck are you talking about, man? So then we go to this giant bank vault looking door. You know, big metal door with the combo and they got to do other things. And inside is an, a, a small apartment with a whole bunch of cats. And like 20 TVs that all have Selma Blair's face on them, which... Not creepy. Not, yeah. I mean, I'm not faulting your 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 pick necessarily, but it's probably weird. I should tone it down a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're being hired to be his nanny, basically. You're his caretaker. Who? Of course, Hellboy, the great Ron Perlman, who's grounded because he broke out to see go see Selma Blair and got himself on TV yet again. 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 Yeah. So I broke out of prison again, again. and I got on TV again. Um, so now... <laughs> and I guess... When the when the when Mike Magnola and Guillermo del Toro GDT that's the easier thing to say yes but uh, they're the co-executive producers but when they they got together to decide who they wanted to be as Hellboy they decided they'd be like okay well who do you got in mind who do I have in mind we'll we'll both say who we have in mind and then we'll figure it out and they both said Ron Perlman at the same time yeah and okay one two three go Ron per- Ron Perlman I was gonna say the same, <laughs> same, <laughs> same thing you're so cool Guillermo. Yeah. yeah um and i don't know again i never read these so i have really no idea but i think ron perlman looks like what i 
I, it, it makes sense. Like, Ron Perlman has a very particular look, man. His face is weird, and it gets weirder as he gets older. It's like so, it's like, he it feels too big. He kind of looks like one of those Easter Island faces. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like when he dies, they're going to poke him in the ground on Easter Island. <laughs> Hellboy makeup and all. So now, you know, alarms are going off, something's going on. So they jump into this giant garbage truck, leap into action. Excellent use of the song Red Right Hand. Of course, because, you know, Hellboy, big red right hand. So the song makes perfect sense. Still doing all that heavy lifting. <laughs> Everybody talks about the red right hand. Nobody talks about the callous dong. No, uh, <laughs> say nobody talks about the red and palm. The red sword dong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> A type five entity has been reported. Very aggressive. Uh, it destroyed the statue. Oh wow, statue! But it was hollow. Okay, cool. cool. Uh, that. How did he destroy it? Yeah, it's a statue of a flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So the the statue was a prison for something. Something was trapped inside of it. You know, spells and whatnot. Six guards are dead. So Hellboy goes in there, finds it eating a person. Just just mowing down on this person. <laughs> You're going to need some heavy yeah. fiber to move that out. And all the monsters and gods in this are all kind of inspired. Like, they're very, like, uh, uh, Lovecraftian. Like, yeah. Yeah. Tentacled and, and whatnot. Yeah, because this thing is sort of like a lion, but instead of a mane, it's like Medusa tentacles. and Yeah, got a long, weird tongue. Multiple super eyes, weird like tongue, four yeah. eyes. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty creepy looking. Um, this entity is Samael, but they say Sammy a lot. Let's call him Sammy. Who is son of Nergal. Nergal. Because Abe's like reading up on it and he's talking to Hellboy through the radio and he's trying to tell him about it. He's like, yeah, whatever. I'm just going to shoot it with the, uh, what was his gun called? Uh, Passive, not the pacifier. Like the, the Samaritan or the, the some, something, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I've heard enough. Sam I'll run. So he shoots it. And it's like, do you need to hear the rest of this? Nah, I've heard enough. He's down. I got him. So, no, you need to listen because Samael is the desolate one, the Ord of Shadows, the Hound of Resurrection. It is a, tw- it is a Samaritan. The Samaritan. The Samaritan? Yeah. Um, Hound of Resurrection makes Hellboy stop and turn around. Of course, Sammy's gone. It's like, okay, so how do I kill it? I don't know. It doesn't say. So now we get a big fight because Samael's just tossing Hellboy all over the place and breaking shit. And they end up going out of the building into this alley. And we do see Rasputin for a bit. He's back. Um, you got the weird tongue thing. Like he uses his whip, like a prehensile tongue he can use to throw people yeah, around. Yeah, like half toad man or toad, yeah. not toad man, toad dog thing, weird long tongue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He is like toad from, from X-Men. Exactly that. So, um, yeah, John Myers comes in shooting a bunch, saves Hellboy. And he's like pissed off because he always works alone. He doesn't want the help, right? Um, so he has a special bullet that's a tracking bullet. So he shoots Sammy with that. Also, and, they're standing like on the backside of a dumpster or whatever. And yeah. He's like, you know, if you want to help me load me, he's like, what's wrong? You know, he had something on his arm or whatever. Yeah, some weird thing and on his like, arm. He pulls and he, it. He's like, what is that? And, he, and before he goes around to start fighting again, he's like, I'll go ask. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'll go ask him. Yeah, I'll go ask. Well, let me go ask. Yeah. So now he leads them across this. They play Frogger, basically, going across this busy street. Or oh, Avenue, yeah. right? Um, John's about to get hit by a Jeep, and we find out what the big red right hand is all about, because he 
Hulk smashes this Jeep and makes it flip over. Red means stop. <laughs> yeah, red means stop and smashes the Jeep. Right. So now we get down into the subway, even more fighting. Finally, he uses, uh, or he, Sammy goes in through this train and Hellboy tries to, but the conductor's like, oh no, and fights him off. He's like, dude, I'm on your side. He's like, yeah, whatever. And knocks Hellboy down so the train goes over him. Yeah. You know, he lays there and when he gets up, like his Takes little a few horn nubs head. are molten a little bit because yeah, of all the friction. Because he kept the train. Yeah. Well, he kept putting his head up. <laughs> yeah. So finally, he uses the electric electricity from the rails. He like touches the rails and Sammy to, to shock him. You know, I'm fireproof and you're not. So it like torches him and uh, calls John's like, I'll be home, but I'm going to be late. Don't wait up. And turns off his locator. So now we get this voiceover, Samael, die in peace, but be born again and again. And these two little green flames come up out of the body of Samael. And okay. Yeah. Every time one and goes down, two are reborn. Yeah, it's very Hydra-like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so now, as he's... As Hellboy's- There's also a scene there where they're like <laughs> fighting the dog, the hell dog thing, the Sam and... and uh, and there's like a, this lady's like, oh, my kittens. And he's like, oh, Jesus. He's like fighting them with the kittens oh, yeah. or whatever. But there's like a bunch of cops around and they're all like pointing guns and shit. But none of them are shooting. Like they're all just standing there forever. And it's like, dude, these are two, this is like two obvious demon looking things. Like what, what's the holdup? What, are they yeah. in school or what? Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they got thought, their training in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they might be school children. So we're not going to do anything. I was hoping they'd wear their ammo out on themselves. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, sorry. <clears throat> also, this Rasputin, he keeps showing up with these freaking funky-ass sunglasses, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, they're weird. Like, they curve at, like, a 90 on the corners. That's got to, like, skew your view on the corners. But, like, like okay, so this dude comes back from the Underrealm or whatever. Like, did they have these sunglasses waiting for him? Or is he, like, yeah, drinking yeah. an Orange Julius well, at, the, at the sunglass hut in the mall? Like, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Those. Well, you know, it's like when you're at the airport waiting for your flight, there's all those stupid kiosks and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So he just went to the hell airport before yeah. he flew back he's to the land of the departure. living. Yeah. He's like, God, it's yeah. bright out here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at that. It's just gas station sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, before we do anything, La- last stop. Burrito. Last stop before the land of the living border. <laughs> Well, I guess I need some sunglasses. Uh, uh, better hit the duty free. Yeah. <laughs> he comes exactly. in, he comes hit the in with a free. bottle of, yeah. of Johnny Walker and a sunglasses. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, that's how I travel. Uh, so now uh, Hellboy uses his prehensile tail to snag a six pack of beer. About Which the best this, use for it. Because like, why did they make their t- his tail look so fucking weird? They could have made it like with, you know, with like a trident, you know, like they just made it like a, like a weird lizard looking type tail. I don't know. That, that scene kind of freaked me out a little bit. Uh, I mean, it's like a monkey tail, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's not like monkeys have tridents on the end of their tails. Yeah. Yeah, but he's not a monkey. I could be tail hating. I don't know, dude. It just kind of... He's, he's it just made, got tail envy. Made me uncomfortable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so now he goes to visit Liz, Selma Blair. Um, now, during this, we go back to the uh, museum. You know, they're still hanging out after the attack. And Abe goes around touching shit, because if he touches shit, he can see the past can see what happened and sees the attack, right? Carl and Ilsa broke in, destroyed the statue, which released Samael, killed all the guards, quite awesomely. Carl's badass. Um, and brought Samael out for Rasputin, because, you know, Rasputin needs some some goons to do this shit for him. Um, and this is where we find out that if one dies, two more rise from it. Right. Um, oh, yeah, it kind of goes to the post scene there. Yeah. Yeah. So now... 
room is like, oh, fuck, well, that's that's not what I wanted to see. Also, don't tell hell, boy, I'm dying. <laughs> Seems a weird thing to shoehorn in here, John Hurt, but... Uh, I got got a, got a lot going right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> so now he's hanging out with uh, HB, as they call him, you know, hanging out with Liz. It's like, I, we need you to come back. Come back and hang out in the Bureau of Secret shit and stuff, or whatever we're called. And she's like, no, because I haven't had an episode in a while. I'm learning to control it. And she, you know, can make fire on her hand. She's a fire starter. Blue fire, too. So, you know, it's extra hot. Very yeah. hot. And, so uh, hot. So hot. It's the hottest. Burn me, baby. So <laughs> Worst handy I've ever had. Or <laughs> <laughs> best. I don't know. Okay. It's now definitely, my, it's definitely go <laughs> now my dong looks like Freddy Krueger's face. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely brought the heat. <laughs> it's, um, it's ribbed now. For nobody's pleasure. <laughs> but I can't feel it. Yeah. So she's like, I need to stay here and, you know, let Professor Xavier teach me how to control my powers and all that. So if you care about me, you leave me alone. Um, so now we're, we're all back home and Abe Sapien's looking at Hellboy's arm where the thing had latched on and finds three eggs implanted in his arm. It's like, well, that's gross. Apparently it put its vagina on your arm, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. I got some longina action. Um, so these eggs need a dark environment to breed. Well, Subway's a pretty dark environment. Did you ever uh, did you ever lose track of them? Well, there was a period where I had a train on top of my head. Ah, oh, fuck. I guess we probably better go make sure there aren't a bunch of eggs in the subway somewhere. So while they do that, John's like, ah, I'm kind of curious. Why is he risking so much to keep seeing this woman? Let me look up this this Liz lady. Sees an old interview with her during which we'd see a, an orderly goes into her room while she's asleep. Uh, her room is covered with Polaroids of broom and, and all the people from the society or whatever. she likes taking pictures. Yeah. Um, orderly shining the lights around. Room's empty. He's like, all right, cool. Did my security sweep leaves. Which I thought he was going to pull a creeper thing like the fucking guard from Terminator 2. Like lick the side of her face. Yeah. Um, didn't, luckily. This is not a crooked right. guard. Just Which doing... the Terminator 2 orderly was considerably more or less creepy than the uh, Kill Bill uh, Oh, orderly. yeah. <laughs> that was a... Yeah, prostituting out the uh, unconscious was not a cool move on his part. No. No, that's <laughs> generally frowned upon. Yeah. Over, so over. Was that put on by uh, the Weinstein Company? Oh, the Cosby's, please. <laughs> Weinstein Never. didn't want them unconscious. Well, he just wanted to coerce. He them. wanted them subservient. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. So now, as he leaves, Rasputin comes walking out of the shadows because I guess he can just appear from travel shadows. from shadows, whatever, and talks to him in his sleep. Like my master calls you, you must return to the child to once again dream of fire. And he kisses her on the forehead and the scar starts glowing. She had a scar on her forehead that we didn't notice before. Or maybe I just didn't notice before. But it starts glowing and we flash back to her as a kid. And these kids are chucking rocks at her, calling her a freak because, so you know. I'm guessing that's how she got the scar. Yeah, because one of them hits her on the head Hit, and right. and uh, she starts bleeding from her forehead, the, the scar. That must be what happened to Van Damme. And... Uh, <laughs> So when his scar his just huge bumped up, <laughs> the rock got stuck and skin just grew over it. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but you know, obviously, you just 
you just hit me in the head with a rock and now I'm bleeding. So she gets super pissed and just immediately flame explosions and killing people and burning down stuff. So nukes the whole area. Yeah. Uh, very much like the movie Firestarter starring Drew Barrymore. Right. Uh, but then while she's having this dream, she's catching on fire in her bed. Yes. Because it's a it's awakening or whatever. Like yeah. she doesn't have the control anymore. So now uh, cut back to current day in her room. Yeah, there's fire everywhere. The whole thing's burning down. She's so, writhing around in her bed on fire, yeah. just like the Kings of Leon friggin' sang about. Oh, that's what it's about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming so. No, nothing. The song Your Sex is on Fire. I just figured Never that heard it. I figured that was about gonorrhea. <laughs> it could be too. <laughs> Your sex is on fire. Sex is on Why fire. is it burn? This is worse than gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so now um John goes up to Professor Broom's like, hey, I've been reading about this Liz chick. I think I know how I can convince her to come back. And Broom's like, dude, I'm dying. I got more important shit to worry about. All right? I don't I don't care. Did you miss the part where I told you I was dying? Yeah. Did you, did you forget when I said, hey, don't tell Hellboy I'm dying? Remember, I'm dying. <laughs> if I have to tell you again, I'm going to get a little pissed off. Like, I shouldn't have to deliver that news more than once. Last thing I want to be doing is the last thing I do on this earth is telling you that I'm dying. Again. Right? Yeah. Again. <laughs> Um, I was like, I need someone pure of heart to look out for Red when I'm gone, because you know Rasputin's back, and that's that's kind of terrible. You know, he's a real pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of this whole thing. Um, so anyway, John's like, yeah, cool, got it. So anyway, I'm gonna go immediately talk to Liz. He's pulling a real Yoda. He's like, listen, the big bad guys, a lot of shit's going on. I am out, skis. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> good luck with all that. I'm just going to kind of disappear. <laughs> I'll come back at the end of the next movie as a force ghost. It'll be great. Yeah. No, it's cool. Good luck. Um, <laughs> have fun with that. <laughs> um, so he goes to talk and she's uh, like, well, I've, I've had this under control. Nothing has happened in months. So something, something happened like this. This wasn't me. Um, and the hospital's like, we won't be able to open for months. You did so much damage. We're fucked. But, put a huge hole in the Thorazine supply. And I was like, oh, Bill Murray's going to be pissed off. Or Venkman. <laughs> Venkman. <laughs> Old Venkman's going to be so pissed. His, his supply is cut. Um, anyway, he's like, yeah, but Professor Broom says come back. He wants you back. You know, you don't need security. Just, just you just it's come like, back and everything's going to be invite back. you back. There's just, no security just, detail, no, nothing like that. Like, if you want to come, folks, come on, and, come on yeah. over. Um. So uh, now we cut to the subway. They do find a place down a tunnel, you know, a tunnel off of the subway tunnel behind this hidden wall. Um, so at some point during the few seconds Hellboy was trapped under the train, Samuel ducked down this tunnel, spewed out its little egg seedling things, and then came back up and fought Hellboy as soon as the train passed. In that like two seconds, is that what we're really supposed to believe here? <laughs> Really yeah, he's, a, he's a mythical oh, creature, God, right? I'm full of eggs. I need yeah. to... Hang on. <laughs> I, gotta, oh, I gotta purge a little bit. Okay, now. All right, let's finish this fight now. All right. Is a crapper around here? I'll just go yeah. in this abandoned part of the subway. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, Abe has to go diving to get across this... Or through some water thing. I don't know. But Hellboy's like, here, take this bone. It's a good luck charm. I think it's a pinky or something. You had some saints pinky or yeah, like, ah, that's weird. So he swims through some shit water. Um, definitely a Sammy swimming in there with him. That's not good. Um, 
So now back up top, you know, as Abe's swimming around, Hellboy sees Carl, chases after him. And this is a fucking lab. Now, I know there's a lot of old, unused, or maybe unfinished tunnels under cities, you know, like... Like, this movie, like, Ninja Turtles and all these, have you believe that they're just underground, like, unused... I mean, it's like an entire city and maze of things. Like, there's an entire labyrinth of... There's, like... The few that we use for the subway and 4,000 unused just tunnels and caves and things underneath every single city, apparently. Because, you know, it's weird, though, but like I know that like in Topeka, Forbes Field used to have a big underground like city almost area, like storefront type things. And it just got it got, you know, closed off and everything. But you can still access it through the buildings on some of those on the on the fort. Yeah. So like if you if you're in one of those buildings, you know where to go. You can still go down there and walk around in that area. But it's closed off to everything else. I mean, not used anymore. Is it creepy as fuck? It, and it ties a bunch of buildings. I've never been in it. My oh. buddy that worked on there, he said it's he said it's pretty creepy. He said it's awesome, but it's it's yeah, it's Probably. just dark and shit down there. Hmm. But there's a lot of homeless people. Sammy eggs. Sammy eggs. Sammy yeah. eggs. And that's yeah. the thing because there's like the subway. There's Lovecraftian the modern subway in New York, but I think there's another one below that, like a really old system that's been abandoned forever. Old New York. Yeah. Like old, old New York. So yeah. I could kind of see a lot of it. Like as they, you know, put new stuff or stop yeah. using other stuff, they're like, what are they going to do? Are they going to fill it up? No, they're just going to close it off. Yeah, I don't know that there's near this much, like again, the Ninja Turtles yeah. or the, the, what these guys are going through in this. But yeah, and I get there's some that just seems like a bit much. But I guess like, yeah, the one in New York, people have moved down there and have set up like their own little society down there. They're like, chuds living down underneath the city in yeah. the dark and when i was coming troglodyte scotland down there, in edinburgh they have like an underground city that they used to have you know people lived in and functioned out of and businesses were down there and stuff because they couldn't afford to be up you know it was like where could everybody be else service dwellers. it's so almost like, like they the, went, they'd go down there and dennis leary's people and demolition man just living underneath everything it's weird but they don't come across any people it's just a labyrinth of abandoned tunnels that they are monster fighting in uh, Abe does find a weird mass of eggs, but loses his bone charm. <laughs> bone charm. Yeah. <laughs> it must have been doing something, because as soon as he lost it, forget yeah. Sammy's Boom. on him. Immediately attack. Two Sammys. Um, and Abe's not a fighter. Abe's an intellectual. Oh, so I thought you were going to say lover. Also, we kind of brushed, I don't think we mentioned how Abe got his name, but they actually discovered Abe like back. He's like hundreds of years old. Yeah. They discover Abe, you know, whatever the sapien, whatever he is, Abe sapien, but he's was alive during the Abe Lincoln was the president or whatever at the time. When they found him, yeah. <laughs> they found him. <laughs> the same yeah, I remember what, there was something about that. Um now back up on the surface, uh they get out because a guy tries to shoot one gets grabbed. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking here. And the Sammies are fucking people up. Right, they're chasing agents in the tunnels, and those I are think, some great notes. Nick. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know. No, they had some kind of weird gun that was supposed to kill it or whatever, but then the the Sammy's friggin' tongue slapped him in the face and pulled him in with him, and yeah, pulled him down. And but they're like making their way back out to the main tunnel stuff. So, yeah. um, he, Hellboy does come across one of them. He's like, "Didn't I kill you already?" And then they fight and fall down the longest, most impossibly deep shaft. Ever. Like, they fall down forever. They were already in the subway below the subway. They fall down forever and somehow crash back into the subway. This is the even older, even deeper subway. It's back into the main one. Because this, this, this was all the... This, the you guys don't know this, but the, the city's original subway was designed by M.C. Escher. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way it makes sense because this is where they're, they get back on the platform and have like the, the platform fight and it, he beats up the Sammy with a payphone and coins go flying everywhere. Yeah. These They found ways to do it so they weren't showing blood. So like the coins go flying instead of blood splatters and stuff. And maybe this is where all the guns. This is where the cops are. And the, the, and the cats that. and stuff. Know, so yeah. I'm like, they were already below the subway, fell down a giant hole and ended up back in the main subway somehow. It really makes absolutely no sense. Some type no of sense. portal. Yeah. And the whole time they're doing Magic. this, I'm thinking, I'm watching Hellboy and I'm just like, I wish I had duster confidence. Like, oh, the dust. dusters are so cool, but I could never like put a duster on and be like, Yep, this I'm is me. fucking cool. I'm a fucking duster guy. You got to be a demon or a mulleted Van Dam. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's pretty much it. Yeah, or the guy from uh, It's Always Sunny. <laughs> oh, Mac? Did he? Mac? Yeah, he Mac has a, Mac, I got another, There's an episode. I think where he was wearing a duster. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing. This is my thing now. Um, all right, yeah. So this is where we have a showdown for all the people. Um, he has a weird. Sam has a weird extra long arm. And like swing, like the super claw arm, it looks like the end of an excavator or something, and swings at Hellboy. He's like, "Oh, you missed!" But really, he took out this post, and then like part of the ceiling falls down on him. Um, and the, this the fucking layout of the subway also makes him. Why is there a glass walkway above the train platform, but still down in the tunnel somehow? That I, I, I don't know. Like <laughs> what in the fuck is who? I guess, yes, Escher designed the subway because it makes no sense, whatever. Um, and so, I yeah, I don't understand. But they, it, it's a cool fight watching Hellboy beat the shit out of this thing. Because the first time, he just you know shot him and there wasn't much to it. So watching him actually go at it for a while is cool. Uh, he does save the kittens here because, you know, he has to think for cats. And so right, he's like, right. oh my God, my kittens. He's like, oh, fuck, cats. I got to save the cats. Um, and now, so they're on the upper deck. They got an upper decker. And Sammy's hanging down, like, off the upper decker. He's trying to pull Hellboy down with him. Yeah. As he's, he's like hanging his tongue there. Or what, he's got yeah. his tongue around Hellboy's hand. Hellboy's, or Hellboy's holding his tongue, I guess. Yeah. And he's, like, dangling him down, and then he gets hit by the train. Just smashed by this train pass underneath. And so he's dead, but, of course, two flames rise up out of his body. So, God damn it. How do you end these things? Now, Clay gets it. Agent Clay from the beginning gets gets it from Carl pretty bad. Um, who then lays down next to Clay's body and like flips this little switch on his chest and plays dead. So everybody thinks he's dead too. Yeah. There's a little oh, yeah. whatever mechanical deal that keeps yeah. him going. He, he fake dies. So Liz does come back and Hellboy's always oh, so excited to see his love. You know, so, oh my God, she's here. Oh shit, she's here. Oh fuck, is my hair okay? What's going on? Oh my God. Your hair never looks okay, Hellboy. No, nah, dude, you got you got a little bit of a samurai thing going on in the back there. That has a know, name. Like, I don't know what it's called. The samurai ponytail thing. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Either. Well, you, the top of your well, you like base top knot or something like that, or I don't yeah, know, I, don't, I don't know. Um, but she's only here for the weekend, right? I'm just here for a bit. And John takes her out for coffee, and oh boy, is Hellboy pissed off at that, and he goes out to spy on him, right? But during that, Broom has Carl's body up on the table. You know, he's doing a little autopsy, checking it out. Gets the mask off. It's like his eyelids are gone and his lips are gone. Oh, yeah. Oh, his it face all... like, it was so nasty. Oh, my God. Even his blood is gone. What the fuck keeps this guy alive? Well, obviously magic. He's... Yeah, some I... kind of magic and what, what kind He's of... Dark magic, man. Whatever, yeah. I mean, this is the Bureau of Paranormal Yeah, how, do, how research, are you this confused? You, you literally hang out with interdimensional <laughs> demon beings and a fish guy. What do you... <laughs> <laughs> and a fish guy. <laughs> You'd think that, like, if this guy had the 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 ability to do this, like, keep himself alive using like 
freaking basically like a fancy like music salt. box. Yeah. Like it's all just gears, like a fancy watch or shit. And sometime along the line with all the increasing technology, he's like, listen, dude, I think I'm going digital. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to upgrade. Because <laughs> no, 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 he's got to keep his cyberpunk or his steampunk. Oh, yeah, steampunk he steampunk yeah. My steampunk mechanical heart key thing. So he's a hipster. Oh, for sure. He, <laughs> he's the type that goes to Starbucks with a typewriter. He was before before <laughs> Boss came back, he had a pretty successful emo band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then he gets the call. Oh fuck, I gotta go on a quest and get Boss back from hell. Wait, what? Just say so you want to quit the band. No, seriously guys, I have to <laughs> This is what I gotta do. I've man. literally been writing songs about this. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just a character you were doing. <laughs> you didn't think it was weird? Then when I fell off the stage at one time, sand came out of me. Yeah. <laughs> Pay attention, bro. And I never taste this mask off. <laughs> you want to see what happens? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now Hellboy's stalking this date, right? Um, Broom has got these two pieces of paper. He's trying to like piece together and see what they say. And while he's doing that, Carl rises, suits back up. And goes after Broom, and Broom's like, oh, I see the puppet. Where's the puppet? He's not scared at all. He's like, oh, okay. Oh, well, what do you have to be scared of? <laughs> You're already dying. I'm dying anyway. Yeah, so <laughs> That's I, right. I see the puppet. Where's the puppeteer? And suddenly there's Rasputin in there. And he's like, I've been leaving crumbs to leave Hellboy right where I want him. Um. So since Broom, since you raised him, uh, you here's a glimpse of the future. We get to see Hellboy in like full horns and... Yeah, a little Leading glowing him. heart over his yeah, head. Yeah, and he's super evil and bringing about glowing. the apocalypse. A little flame. Yeah. I thought it was like a little flame crown. Yeah, it's a flame crown. Yeah, or so yeah. Hell, just Hellfire Apocalypse, whole world burns. Very future of Terminator world, except there aren't robots, they're demons. Um, so how could... Like, how could... Broom's like, how could I How, how could I have ever known this? Why, he, he's, he's literally... A, a demon. I don't. What do you mean? How how could you not have seen this coming? It seems pretty dense on your part, <laughs> right. dude. I remember there's a portal and a demon came out of it. That's that's him. There's a portal. Yeah, to, yeah. <laughs> I like, yeah. I would, did so, not see this coming. Yeah, you named him Hellboy for God's sake. Yeah, call, I mean Jesus. So uh, Rasputin's like every time I die and come back, a bit more of my God comes with me. I know Hellboy's real name. Do you do you want to know what it is? I call him Son. All right, fine. And Carl just stabs him like, oh, he does. He's like, you know, he's like, I'm, I'm ready or whatever. He's like, it'll be quick. And then he, it was quick. Yeah, he just stab, stab through the back of the head. Yeah. Gave him some mercy. Carl's anyway. like, dude, I am bored. I got band practice tonight. Let's get this going. <laughs> I got no time. Yeah, I don't have time shit. to play. Come on. <laughs> um, I call him son. Yeah, stupid, stupid. <laughs> oh, while uh, Hellboy was stalking, dude, that's heavy. I'm gonna write some lyrics. On yeah, this yeah. <laughs> I got a, idea for a song. I gotta this, get out of man, here. This whole experience, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, when Hellboy is watching, the, well, he thinks they're on a date. Really, they're talking about him, you know. But he is just super jealous and all that. So he's like chucking rocks and hits John in the head with one of them. Where did that come from? I don't. Know. And he, <laughs> it's like he's up there with like a nine year old kid. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They was up there petting pigeons. Or whatever, and he's like got cookies and milk and shit. With yeah, it's fucking weird. He's like, nice shot. <laughs> How'd you throw it that far? Like, do, do you see my arm, dude? You... Dude, yeah, I'm a giant hell demon. Yeah, <laughs> heavy lifting. Come on. Yeah. Oh yeah, he is always working out. When we first see him, he's like only his left arm because his right arm's already super massive and <laughs> yeah, trying to keep it in shape, trying to keep his left arm up with it. Um. So now we get a funeral procession for Professor Broom. You know, everybody's there. H-bo- or HB's sitting up out of sight because obviously he can't be seen. 
Right. But in he's watching from in the standing rain, of in the course, rain. standing in the rain. Because um, as Ernest told us and goes to camp, you know, when it's raining, you can't see you cry. Gee, I wish it's raining. Yeah. Or gee, I'm glad it's raining. Yeah. They should have played this. Gee, I'm glad it's raining. Yeah. Yep. That's it. That's it. <laughs> oh, what a sad song. Ah. Fuck you, Vern. Best Ernest movie. Yeah. That's Hands right. down. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like, oh, Hellboy's not all right. He probably won't eat, sleep, or talk to anyone for days. Like, well, I'm. So that's okay then. <laughs> Dude eats a lot. I don't yeah. know. Apparently, he takes a lot of calories to keep moving. Yeah, so. might save some money. Yeah. <laughs> um. So now they head into head into Russia on a mission. Hellboy goes. So Liz goes. Jeffrey Tambor's leading the mission because Broom's dead, right? So I bet it doesn't go very well. You got a you got a suit running things. It, it never goes well. So, uh, he what they're at this. Uh, cemetery and Hellboy uses some magic charm to raise his body up from the dead. He's like, I need to find one who will talk. So he looks around and finds this one. We get some funny little zombie thing. Straps him to his back. He had to bury him with the with the noose around his neck. But I guess yeah. if you're a criminal or whatever, it ain't like they're going to dress you up in a suit. Like, yeah, right? right? Yeah. So he straps him to his back and just walking along with this corpse. Or no, he gives it to another guy, one of the other random yeah, agents. Yeah, and they're the ones carrying him. Carrying it's him such around. a comical thing, too. It is pretty funny. Because uh, it speaks Russian, obviously, so we have to get subtitles on it. But um, now, I like they get into this place, and Jeffrey Tambor's like, "Okay, I think we'll be all right as long as we don't separate." And immediately, these walls shoot up and separate everybody. <laughs> shoot blades out of his shit. I didn't have walls. Yeah, our blades. And I was like, I, I was expecting either the walls to do the moving thing or the blades to shoot out or something. Yeah. But now it's just it was just a separator. It's like, don't just, you even think about it. Yeah, yeah. Don't. No, no. <laughs> um. So then. Hellboy and Jeffrey Tambor get stuck on this, like, Indiana Jones super tall walkway over a pit of nothingness. Um, uh, and so... One underdeveloped character that, that is on the walkway with Oh, yeah. yeah. The, and then the guy carrying the, the talking yeah, zombie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Jeffrey Tambor is trying to assert his authority. I am, I am in charge here, by God. Um, this huge booby trap hammer-looking thing swings through... Knocks off the, he. I mean, he's basically a red shirt from yeah, Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. he's exp- we don't know who this guy is. Yeah. See, he's not gonna last. He long. doesn't even have a name. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like no. Sam Rockwell and, holder guy and uh, Galaxy Quest. What's my name? I don't even have a name. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm gonna die. Um, so they knock him and the zombie off. Um, and the zombie even straight on his way down is like, "I was better off dead," which was a great line. I was better off dead. Um, so. Hellboy throws Tambor the rest of the way across the walkway as the hammer keeps crumbing, crashing through, and he barely makes it out. Um, yeah, which it's it's like he just grabs him and mm-hmm. throws him through the door that's closing or whatever, you know, and then he makes his way over. But it's like, dude, he's just a human. Like yeah. he gets he gets through that door and, and his his head's crushed in because yeah. he threw him a hundred feet and he landed against the wall. That was rock wall, no less. Oh, oh. <laughs> I guess I, sh- I should have thought that one through a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so they're going down this hallway and at the end of the hallway, Carl's just sitting there listening to his old record player, just sitting there like, oh, okay, so we're going to sneak up on him. Like, no, he already knows you're there. I mean, that whole crashing hammer and door closing thing like that probably clued him in a little bit, but whatever. Yeah. Try for the surprise attack. So they talk to each other and then they turn back and he's not sitting in the chair anymore. Like, well, fuck. So he attacks, um, fairly cool fight ends up with like the floor dropping out. And so they catch themselves that are hanging because, you know, there's giant spikes down on the floor. Yeah. Uh, 
Finally, Hellboy throws Carl down onto the spikes and then takes this giant cog or a yeah, because there was a minute where Hellboy was hanging from the side, and he was about to get it, because yeah. Carl was going to get him, but then uh, Tambor, or whatever his name was, is like throwing gears at, at like, stops him for a second at least, and then it looks like he's going to get it, but then... Yeah, so he throws Carl, and then gets a giant gear that's like, it's the size of a car or something, a yeah. huge thing, and throws it down on top of Carl and smashes him even more onto the spikes. So I guess that's the end of this being that's made out of sand, I'm not really yeah, sure. Yeah, so it would be pretty tough to get out one way or the other. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> At the very least, he's pinned, for yeah, sure. Yeah, he's in there for a while. Um, now we're going to go find the others, and Jeffrey stays back in Carl's little rooms. Like, okay, well, well, you got Carl dealt with, so this is probably the safest place for you to be right now. You just just hang here. Um, the other group that got separated, just a whole... I have a gaggle of Sammies. I don't know what you call a bunch of Sammies. Yeah, he was really struggling to beat one, and now he's just in a room full of full, them. Full of them. Um, yeah, I guess a gaggle. Yeah, you have a murder of crows. Uh, gaggle the, seems too bright. Ga- it's gaggle of geese is what gaggle's supposed to be. I don't know what you call yeah. a bunch of Sammies. Uh, uh, a party, man. A, a legislature of a Sammies. A legislature <laughs> of Sammies. Perfect. Um... So now, yeah, they're trapped in there. The guy's trying to set a bomb. One of the guys is, like, trying to set this bomb off, but he gets attacked. So, yeah, now Hellboy crashes down, and he's trying to fight all of these things. Um, Liz looks at John's, like, hit me. It's like, I I can't I can't hit a woman. She's into some kinky shit, dude. fucking hit me, dude. So he he slaps her, and she gets mad and goes, fire shard. I think she's more mad, like, that was the weakest-ass fucking bitch slap I've ever seen. (laughs) I'm not even mad about the slap. I'm mad that you're such a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> pissing me off here. You better fucking run. That's what it was. Yeah. She does say you better. You should run. Yeah. You should be running. Bitch. Right. It's like, yeah. man, that's. <laughs> so, um, now John gets knocked out because, you know, I guess when she goes all fire charter and shit happens, but he wakes up and he sees Ilsa and Rasputin talking and they're thanking him. Like, you let it. Led the, him right to us. They got Hellboy in the stocks, you know, his head and his arms on the stocks, and he's chained down. Led on a giant gear. Yeah. Uh, he's the key. He brought the right hand of doom. That's what he's got right there. Um, so we need you to open this door. And uh, he says he's not going to, so Rasputin's like, I don't know if you're familiar with this thing called Mortal Kombat. <laughs> and in Mortal Kombat, Shang Tsung will suck a person's soul out of their mouth. So that's what I'm going to do. And he starts Shang Tsunging Liz. Songs are pretty good. <laughs> Shang Tsung. He, yeah. he songs are good. <laughs> you ever been sunged? <laughs> yeah. It's not her mouth. It's yeah. not her soul. <laughs> uh, so he goes, so, yeah, he goes soul sucking. As I have in my notes, yes. soul sucking. Um, now her soul's on the other side. If you uh, if you want it back on this side, you gotta you gotta open the door, my dude. And uh, so he has to say some magic words, much like Ash getting the Necronomicon. Latu, Narata. His horns. Like you don't really have to say anything. He just felt like the sounds yeah. would have been more awkward. So he's just trying to yeah. make some shit up. that sounds <laughs> <Yeah>. good. <laughs> um, so he gets all demony, full full horns and. Yeah. Evil and everything, and just starts fisting this wall. Eclipses <laughs> make this dude horny, and he just starts yeah. fisting mad holes. <laughs> he just like, <laughs> is it fists the wall, which somehow shoots the moon? Like beams start shooting out at the moon somehow. Yeah, I guess the moon is the friggin' eclipse. 
moon is the gateway or something. Yeah, is I don't it? know. It seems like it because it opens it up, shoots a laser thing, moon yeah. becomes black, shit starts coming through the moon. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You got to fist the wall and shoot the moon, dude. We have all been there. Yeah. So the Crystal Palace breaks apart. Now we got Space Cthulhu's. Yeah. These things just imagine what I would imagine Cthulhu looks Cthulhu. like. Cthulhu. Yeah. I imagine Cthulhu more like a octopus face. These are pretty squid-like. They're squid-liking. They? Yeah, I imagine squid-like like, yeah. things. I imagine Cthulhu wearing like a, a tuxedo, tuxedo T-shirt. T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he wants to be formal, but he's here smart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like to picture Cthulhu singing lead for Leonard Skinner. <laughs> I'm in the front row and I'm hammered drunk. And I'm hammered drunk. Uh, no, but I do have the note. Three words I never thought I'd put together is friggin' space Cthulhu's. <laughs> friggin' space Cthulhu's. Um, so now John throws him the rosary and talks about his dad. He's like, remember your father? And HB is like, oh yeah, that's right. I had a dad. I wonder what happened to him because I'm not a. Oh no, I know that he was there. It was at the funeral, so yeah. But he, he, I wonder how he's doing. <laughs> I wonder how he's doing. Oh, right. oh wait, yeah, oh, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> so he snaps his own horns off. And he throws him that rosary. Oh yeah, burns John his, or whatever burns, his name. Yeah. Is. Burns his hand. Rosary. Burns it into his yeah. hand. Burns it in his hand. He thinks about Papa. Snaps his Papa. Ho- snaps his horns off, which stops the the moon shot. Right. The moon uneclipses magically. So we got now we got space Cthulhu's just, just straight like in full space. Full reversal. Yeah. yeah. And Cthulhu's like, well. Well, fuck! I'm just floating here now. What am I? <laughs> we haven't got the guitar solo yet. Yeah, what am I supposed? <laughs> what, was that? what, was what were we here for? So he stabs Rasputin in the gut. I'm like, it's Rasputin with the you, horn. You you think that? Just yeah, but you think that's gonna do? I guess the horns. It's a demon horn. I feel yeah. like that would probably carry some kind of more weight than you would hope. Right? Average. You know, I don't know. Whatever um, kills you. Stab thing. Yeah, if all stabbing instruments, the demon horn is one of the most deadly. Probably but for sure. For sure, yeah, it yeah. has to. Be. I think we can all agree. You had to. Get a whole lot of XP points. To it's get probably the, the dullest and the sharpest at the same time. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> got to buy the add-ons if you yeah. want the demon horn stabber. Yeah. Um, so when he dies, a monster comes out of his chest. Yeah. We get a little alien. Because like, John Hurts in this movie, we have to have a chest burster. Oh, apparently. Yeah. Uh, kills kills Ilsa. So now... Uh, we get, she comes up, like, makes out with... with, with uh, Dying Rasputin. Dying right? Rasputin. And then the monster thing kills him, yeah. Yeah. Um, so now it's time to battle because we still still got a space Cthulhu on the loose. Um, so he leaves leaves lives with John and grabs his belt of grenades and he's I'm going to go fight this thing. How big can it be? <laughs> it's kind of funny, but <laughs> so he grabs a sword off of a statue. So he's got this giant stone sword, right? And he's cutting all these it's tentacles. Obviously, a very sharp stone. Yeah, sword. It's, like, it's either a sharp stone sword or there's a tremendous amount of power behind it, which there is a tremendous amount yeah. of power behind it. Making pretty clean cuts, though. It's not. It's not yeah, like you think it would be a bludgeoning thing, but it's more just, so. Yeah, because yeah. I, I doubt this thing has been sharpened. Yeah, but he's cutting fucking tentacles left and right and chopping this thing up. But it grabs him with one of them, picks him up to eat him. Right, and it's playing with him like a cat. Like every time it picks him up, it, like throws him. Yeah, like and then catches him again and shit. Like really moving him around, toying with him. Oh yeah, because it's space Cthulhu. Isn't it? Yeah, it's like, like, I care about this a little fuck. bit thing. Yeah, <laughs> but it it finally is like I'm just gonna eat you. So it goes to throat him. Right, and, and then it, he pulls a real drag. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, it, so it throats Hellboy, and he's like, "Oh, this is gonna hurt," and he blows his load. <laughs> Yes, as soon as it gets in there, <laughs> yeah. blows the load. And uh, as soon as the I'm gonna call it the obelisk, 
or Cthulhu, whatever yeah. we're going to call him. Yeah. As soon as it takes all of Hellboy in his mouth, he just blows yeah, his Yeah, just load. blows yeah. his load. And you can tell this monster is no Nancy Reagan because its throat game was weak. <laughs> Extremely, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Made a hell of a mess. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it died. It died from the throating. <laughs> and then it died. <laughs> yep. It's some extreme sure. throating, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. At least he got... At least he blew his... At least he blew before the thing died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would have been awkward. It would have been awkward if it, it was it a, happened yeah. after. It's a real yeah. weird spot. Uh, now we get a real sweet moment between Hellboy and Liz. Um, kind of making out. She has to go... She has to go flame on to be able to kiss Hellboy. <laughs> <laughs> but she does. And they computer make out. And then we get end credits. <laughs> So, yeah. Oh man, that movie just ended really, hilariously. It's just like a weird turn. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that, what? That's how it ended. Yeah. No. Then. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So there we go. Let's go. I can't even. I'm, for, I'm at a loss. I'm at a complete loss right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm just There's like, just all right, that on. was uh, mm-hmm. cool. Yep. So, so Cthulhu took Hellboy's load, and he made out with Flame Girl. <laughs> the, yeah. Happens. No, Cthulhu could not take his he load. Could not take his load. Yeah, because no Nancy Reagan. Remember, right? No Nancy yeah. Reagan. Oh Lord, best throat in Hollywood. Be- <laughs> that was the God rest her soul. That was the rumor, right? That's what. I, that's what I heard. Wait, yeah, when she died, the only thing we heard about her was like, oh yeah, by the way, she head game was amazing. Head game was, was like, awesome. You don't become the first lady of the United States without a freaking weak game. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thoughts on Hellboy, Manny? <sighs> it's kind of a comical movie, man. Like it's, I feel like it's trying to be serious, but it's not super serious. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie to watch, like in the background as well. Like I can watch this again, no problem. So that's yeah. a, it's a, it's a pretty strong rewatch. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I, I like this movie a lot. And honestly, Hellboy Two, the Golden Army one, I think it's actually I like it even more than this one. Um, so. Uh, but yeah, this is one, whenever it's on, it's one that I'll usually stop and watch no matter where it's at in the movie. I, I, I like the Hellboy movies and I like Ron Perlman. So. All right. Uh, I have seen this just a handful of times, uh, not a bunch. Uh, this was a, an Anthony contribution to the, the collection. Not that I have any problem with it. I've always enjoyed it. I just never got it. And I think I've only seen the sequel once, so I'll have to give that another try. Yeah, I haven't even seen, I haven't but, seen it at all. And I don't know why, because every time I watch it. I enjoy this movie. Like, I have absolutely no reason to not. It's not like, oh, that's not that good, or it's whatever. No, it's it's great. I mean, Guillermo is. I mean, he has the style where he's kind of creepy, and there's a lot of weird visuals and stuff. But he always has like a sense of humor it's that always, he works into it. Like he's, yeah, he definitely has a distinct style, and it's a lot of fun. You know, like I think he just makes really fun film. You know, They're always kind of dark. Yeah, always dark. I mean, again, Nightmare Alley probably doesn't have as much of his trademark fun to it. But no, no, it, well, neither I mean, does Pan's it, it Labyrinth. Does, I mean, there's some, but yeah, not not. Yeah, mm-hmm. neither does Pan's La- Labyrinth either. But it's it's a pretty dark movie for sure. Yeah, but, I think it's on HBO Max or it was maybe um, Pan's Labyrinth. But I like no uh, uh, Nightmare Alley. Nightmare. Oh, Nightmare Alley. Sure. I mean, I this like, movie is on Hellboy is, is yeah. on is on HBO Max. HBO if Max. anybody's trying to find it, uh, I just yeah, I think GDT does. He has a very distinctive look and style to his movies that he directs but I, almost, I enjoy it i enjoy it a lot 
He's kind of like a Tim Burton, but not necessarily in that without style. the cartoon. Yeah, like he doesn't necessarily yeah. cartoon it up as much as Tim Burton does. But he but keeps yeah. that kind of darkness. Like, like every yeah. time yeah. I see a movie, like first of all, if I see a movie, I'm like, oh man, that looks like like uh, GDT. But like if I if there's a movie that I find out it's done by him, I will watch it just because of that. Because you know, yeah. if nothing else, it's gonna be a cool look. It's gonna be movie. cool, it's been right? Cool movie to watch. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think this is a highly rewatchable for sure. So that's that's a three way right there. Um, if you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter at Their Watch Party. Find us over there on them Facebooks at Their Rewatch Party. Email us at threewatchparty at gmail.com. What do you think about uh, Space Cthulhu's throat game? Or, <laughs> or, or lack thereof. Or <laughs> lack thereof. Or, you know, have you ever made out with a chick on fire? I've been on fire. I've, well, we didn't start on fire. We didn't start the it fire. Ended with, it ended with, it with the passion. It got mm-hmm. so hot. That's what that Billy Joel song's about. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see see a Hellboy Drax friggin' team up. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Just killing killing critters from the inside. (laughs) (laughs) Critters. Yeah. All right. right. Anyway, so email us your thoughts on any of the above topics. Um, Don't forget about our Tournament of Champions, the sister show that we run. Um, You can find polls on Twitter and Facebook that uh, pick the characters that make it into the tournament, and then, you know, we for the tournament itself so your votes do count looking so, at them is fun too though yeah looking at them is fun um <laughs> yeah this is pretty interesting <laughs> stuff on, on the facebook group if you just look at the poll and don't vote it says like 20 people looked at this poll and there's only one vote it's like you motherfuckers <laughs> like, yeah. so on the I, last one i put down i just want to look at the poll but don't want to vote yeah and that's what manny voted yeah. for <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> God damn it, i mean if you're gonna look at it anyway it takes what a click you're already you're already thumbing the screen anyway to scroll just fucking, just just pick something <laughs> just yeah. vote it's a lot of times I'll, on the facebook i try to put uh gifs of the of the or gifs or however you say it of the characters in it so if you yeah. haven't seen the movie you can be like pretend oh, it's like the most handsome i don't know something at your local election where you don't know who either of these <laughs> fucking people are anyway and just pick one <laughs> <laughs> you picked poorly yeah bronson for mayor good let's go moving on <laughs> let's go he'd make a good mayor I think. Yeah, oh yeah great bronson make a fantastic everybody butter up <laughs> anyway join my ass not all right my ass. join us next week as we wonder why we didn't Stick it out with our exes, and also Jack Black's a huge music snob in high fidelity. Until then, I'm Nick with Anthony and Manny, and thanks for rewatching. This is going to have something to do with that insertion. My store is called Championship Final. Turn it off! It won't go any louder! I can't fire them. I hired these guys for three days a week, and they just started showing up every day. That was four years ago. Rob Gordon has a successful business and a dedicated following. I used to go to the double door to hear you spin. You were unbelievable. But when it comes to dating... Hi. Hi. Is this Penny Hardwood? Hi, Caroline. He's still searching for the right woman. What's your name? Laura! Now his search may have ended. 
She does this thing in bed when she can't get to sleep. She kind of half moans and then rubs her feet together an equal number of times. <laughs> but his problems just started. And I like you with Laura. I don't think much of this Ian guy. What Ian guy? You've got to be kidding me. Touchstone Pictures die. presents... How's Ian? He's growing on me. He looks like he could grow on something. John Cusack, Jack Black, Lisa Bonet, Joan Cusack, Eben Yila, and Lily Taylor. Obviously, I know how special Laura is. I would hate it if I lost her. You know what I'm saying, G? Get your patchouli stick out of my store! Think about it, Rob, okay? High Fidelity. I'm looking for a record for my daughter. I just called to say I love you. Do we look like the kind of store that tells I just called to say I love you? Go to the mall. What's your problem? Do you even know your daughter? There's no way she likes that song. Oh, 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 is she in a coma? <laughs>